It's all about your health, your wellness. Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Get healthier, get fit, eat better, have a richer quality of life. Health on the go. Staying well with Melanie Cole, MS. When you think about real quality health care, you think to yourself that you would like a personalized treatment. You'd like the doctor to know who you are. You'd like to know that you are a little bit different than the person next to you. And that even if it's a, you know, cardiology type treatment, that you are going to get individualized care. My guest is Dr. Alan Zunneman. He's a cardiologist at Evanston, Illinois for North Shore University Health System. So welcome to the show, doctor. Now tell us a little bit about personalized care within the cardiology world these days. What are you doing? Well, I think it starts out with, um, as you sort of mentioned in the introduction, you have to get a sense of um, who's sitting across from you in the exam room. And often you, you meet people in a hospital setting, which is a very different milieu. Maybe somebody has come in with, with a heart attack and there's a an emergency room protocol, which is not going to feel sort of as personalized. But the truth is I spend about 80% of my time in an office setting where it's not quite as uh, uh, acute in terms of, of, of a medical emergency, shall we say. And so that takes away some of the pressure of arriving at, at decisions in, in a sort of in seconds and minutes and gives you, if you have the time, if you're willing to make the time to have office visits that allow not just a chance to find out sort of what the medical issues are, but to really get to know a person. Well, I think that that's so important. And Dr. Zunneman, I'm I'm an exercise physiologist, and I do cardiac rehab with so many of my patients. And I know them. I get to know them very well. And then they talk about their cardiologists with me, you know, and I work with some of them. And, and I seem to feel that these days... There is a lot more personalized care than I saw when I first got into this field. So how do you think this is changing from what it used to be? Are you guys all making this conscious effort to be, I mean, you're busier now, I'm sure. Are you making the conscious effort to get to know each of your patients and and make a point to find out more about them than just what's going on in their cardiovascular system? Well, it's hard to speak for for everybody because I don't, really spend a lot of time in the rooms, although I've certainly been close with a number of, of colleagues for, for many years, and I think just from sharing stories with each other, I, I, you know, certain, some people may have a, a 45 minutes for a routine visit, and I know people that have as short as a, the so-called 15-minute visit, and it seems harder somehow to really get to know people in that, and yet there are many colleagues of mine who, who manage to, to do it in, in that shorter visit. I would say, for me, the sweet spot has been a, a 30-minute visit. And, you know, you can easily go through sort of a, a routine of questions to lifestyle habits. I mean, since you mentioned being an exercise physiologist, I mean, that's one of the things that's most near and dear to my heart, just because I think it's uh, about the only thing I'm really a believer in is uh, a true anti-aging therapy, if, if that makes any sense. Most of the well, stuff it does is, uh... make sense. It certainly <laughs> does. Well, now, so as a cardiologist, and that's interesting that you say, you know, you're a true believer. I am, too, with exercise. Where do you think nutrition plays a role in, in the cardiology world? Do you think that cardiologists are well-versed or getting more well-versed 
in nutrition and the role that it may play in heart health? Um, yes and no. I mean, I think I'm just this is again sort of my perspective. I mean, doctors in, in this country have sort of traditionally been stereotyped as not knowing that much about nutrition, at least in a in a really holistic sense. Um, I'm the first person to tell you that if we start going through all sorts of uh, minerals that are found in in the body, uh, that 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 I'm not an expert on many of these things the way I feel that, let's say, somebody with, you know, true nutrition training. And I, I tend to be, I would say, a little more practical and kind of common sense about it. But, but I want to say one thing, and there's been many articles published about this, and um, the, the whole connection of what we eat and our weight and the fact that, you know, it's probably true that exercise isn't as maybe an important component of, of achieving ideal weight as what we eat. And I think a lot of people are coming to the realization that, that the it attempt at sort of reducing fat in the diet in the last, say, 30 years, I mean, I'm out of med school now, about 30 years, and my generation probably in retrospect was somewhat misguided and and the newer paradigm is you know is really the the impact of of you know the processed carbohydrates and the impact on insulin and you know why do we have the so-called obesity epidemic if if genes haven't changed that much in a generation and people are active so i mean there's sort of what we call nutrition 101 and then there's a more sophisticated level which i think probably the average doctor um could you know use for sure the, the consulting help of their nutritional experts well, I think it is all coming around together because doctors didn't even used to get big exercise physiology classes and the profound impact I mean exercise is medicine, and if you took out your prescription pad as the American College of Sports Medicine would like you to do one of our wonderful partners here at radio m d you know then that would be another way, an adjunct to the medications for blood pressure, cholesterol, or really anything else that you're giving medications for. So kind of give us a whole best advice situation for you. If you were to tell a patient, you're talking about the obesity epidemic, you know, it's certainly keeping a lot of us in business, not in a good way, but give us your best advice. Tell the listeners, as a cardiologist, in the business for so many years, your best advice. What do you tell people, doctor? Well, it's a kind of a really open-ended question. I mean, in, in part because there are certain things uh, that you that you need to get uh, some basic blood tests to identify whether you know you have high cholesterol or you have high blood glucose. Um, so it's not enough just to tell people to exercise an hour a day on most days of the week or, you know, to, to you know, eat a, a diet that's balanced in fruits and vegetables and whole grains and, you know, here's a range of, of weight that you should try to achieve. And, um, I mean, I think it is a com- kind of a combination of figuring out where people are starting from and, and partly is the title of this interview was the, I mean, idea of personalized care is, I mean, there are people I can remember over the years making it very clear to me that, uh, you know, they're going to smoke and they're going to drink, and it doesn't matter what I tell them, that's just who they are and that's how they want to live. So you can get into sort of a philosophical discussion as to whether if a person doesn't follow all of the various 
suggestions that you know to be healthy uh, should you discharge them from your practice. And there's one other point I would just sort of throw in there, and this has become somewhat popular. You can look at sort of seven optimal goals, and some of them are based on blood tests, like the glucose and the cholesterol. Some are from a simple exam, like your blood pressure and your weight. Um, Don't smoke, don't drink excessively, and exercise. So you add that up, you've got these seven things. There's only about 1% of the American population that's sort of achieving all seven of these. And the point I try to make to most people that I know is that... um, you know, we should congratulate ourselves if we can get to five or six of them and not necessarily think that, you know, people are failures because they're not achieving all seven. It's obviously really, really hard to do that. Well, it certainly is. And as you say, congratulate yourself if you can get to four or five of them. That's definitely what I say. Thank you so much, Dr. Alan Zinneman, cardiologist with North Shore University Health System in Evanston, Illinois. And for more information, you can go to northshore.org. That is www.northshore.org. This is Melanie Cole, and if you missed any of the great information we're given here at Radio MD, you can listen anytime on demand or on the go at radiomd.com. Go on there and scroll around and learn something with us. Share it with your friends. Follow us on Facebook and on Twitter at Your Radio MD. We have so much fun here, and the shows are so informational. We have great doctors just like this one. So share it with your friends. Keep listening. This is Melanie Cole. Stay well.